talking about self-love and self-care and self-discovery and we have a special guest today by the name of Masala so she is a social worker from the Queens district shout out to Queens I don't venture there but shout out to y'all um and she works for the attorney's office through crime victim advocate program so she's going to be um just sharing her thoughts on self-care self-love and her experiences so we're excited to have you here i'm excited to be here yay thank you thank you for coming um so i guess we can start by what's self-care to to you guys like what how would you define self-care so just for me when i think of self-care i first the most important part is thinking about um or the most important place to start from is a self-scan of self. Mm-hmm. Because if you truly don't know who you are, you're unable to self-care. Mm. Self-care, in my opinion, is um, the practice of taking care of your physical, emotional, mental state and kind of recharging that. But if you have no idea about um, boundaries or those things that might trigger you in that way, then you're unable to start self-care. So mm. I think for me, self, self-care is a process. Yes. And it definitely starts from this analysis and self-reflection of self and where you are what are your triggers and what what makes you happy right yeah i like that yeah that was a good one <laughs> no that was, was. Say, i'm not a social worker your own personal definition yeah i would say see i think i used to think of self-care more of the whole getting a facial Again, making sure you get your beauty sleep, taking, you know, doing your, your whole skin routine, getting your nails done, taking the time out to do those various things. I don't think I looked at it so much in the set, in the sense of like the self-discovery aspect or the whole analyzing yourself and figuring out like, what's, what are you okay with? What are you not okay with? Like your boundaries that you mentioned. Um, I think that now as I've gotten older, it's just developed into more of a, more of a process where you are kind of analyzing yourself, you're reflecting, you're looking internally and saying, hey, um, what's for me? What isn't? Um, this is serving me. This isn't. Um, I like this. I don't like this. Um, and then I think uh, just taking that into consideration when you make your decisions. Yes, I agree. I feel like for me, self-care is are doing different things that preserve your peace of mind. So whether that's um, taking a break from social media for a bit, whether that's, you know, going to the gym. Like for me, I like to go to the gym. I feel a little bit energized when I go. I'm in a better mood. Or like surrounding yourself with people that, you know, give you good energy, um, that are like level-headed, that support you. I feel like it's just it's just doing things to make sure that you're not out of character and that you're you're really preserving like who you are as a person and making sure that no one is coming into your space to, to disrupt your peace honestly and like i like what you said masala about like scanning yourself because i do 
feel that if you don't have like a strong, solid foundation within yourself, then it's it's, it's very easy for you not to practice self care because it's just like, well, where do I even start? How do I you start? You don't have that? a measurement. You don't have a measurement because you're 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 still trying to figure out like who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for me, it's just. I'm all about preserving my peace of mind. I don't want anyone disrupting that, anything. So I think just more um, the activity aspect of it, just performing, doing things, whether you go to yoga, whether like getting a facial, just having like a day to yourself or maybe a couple of weeks to yourself. And then I think self-love is more internal. I feel like self-care is more like, action like mm-hmm. more external but internal for me is like self-love like and like really the affirmation affirmation like motivation like really saying like you know this is who i am like i love myself like i'm not gonna allow someone else to um tell me like who i am like those like affirmations that you have to believe and then i think self-care is like a branch from that sure i, I know that we touched earlier on um facials and yeah. yoga and things like that mm-hmm. um I always, I think if you read, if you like look up self-care, you're going to see that. Yoga, um, facials, you're going to see, read books. I think we have to just be careful because I think sometimes those forms of self-care exclude people who just can't afford things like that. Mm. So I'm, I'm very big on like, because I'm, I'm, I'm privileged, right? You guys have me on this podcast. This is privilege at its finest. I have my master's. I have all of those things. But try to think about maybe like a single mom or something like that and their idea of self-care or a single parent or in any capacity, a facial just might not be feasible. So I think that that's where it's really important to do that self-scan of self and what keeps you at peace. Mm -hmm. Because it might mean getting off the bus a few stops early just to walk through the park. It might mean, it doesn't have to necessarily like look like that. Um, I think historically, I don't don't like to... um, add like class around relaxation i think it's really important if we kind of destruct deconstruct those ideas and yeah say, hey you don't have to have money to necessarily self-care you have to just know yourself you have to mm-hmm. know what works for you mm-hmm. it might be journaling it might be um starting a group chat with some friends it might be right that you, that you might have wanted to connect with them in a long time mm-hmm. um it might be checking on a neighbor that you've been wanting to do that you just haven't had the opportunity to do that so I think um, I think I don't I think self self care sometimes scares people away because it involves money and everybody's struggling right now right yeah so, yeah <laughs> well then how can we still partake in this cool million dollar word self care right um, without feeling like we're we're not enough or we don't have anything right so, right I think it's important to just kind of say like self care is whatever you make it once you stand yourself or yeah. once you realize what your body um, needs right. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. Because I think if you look at self-care as those things of yoga, facial, then technically it's really for a certain type of person or certain type of group of people. Right. Um, I think that it's good to note that everybody needs self-care regardless of your uh, situation where you work, you know, what your what your family group is. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that it's a good thing to mention that, yeah, it doesn't need to be getting your nails done or going for yoga. It could be going, getting off the bus to go for a walk in the park. It yep. could be meeting up with friends. It could be um, going to the community center. It could be doing some kind of volunteer. It could yeah. be whatever the whatever person, you, mm-hmm. you know, thinks will, it will work for them. Um, it could be staying at home and reading. It could be, 
you know, coloring, it could be whatever. Um, but I think that's something good to know because off the bat, some people think of the self-care as like, oh, spa day or, yes. you know. Yeah. So. Or like, let me get my nails done. It's, it's like, right. <laughs> self-care, I mean, especially in the social work world, is this like million dollar word, right? We love to say, I'm self-caring. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, no, you can totally be doing that if that's within your means. But I think that if you're maybe a college student mm-hmm. where self-care is almost mandatory <laughs> if you are a parent if you are a teacher or right. if you're working in any social service field you just might not have it like that mm-hmm. so like it's like does that mean you shouldn't have access to self-care no it just means that like oh okay well let's kind of like expand this definition of self-care and not the commercialized view yeah yoga facials all involve capitalism and spending money and things like that yeah um but more so like what can i do for myself yeah no that's a good way to to kind of measure it. Um, so according to like Psych Central, the definition of self-care is any activity that we do deliberately in order to take care of our mental, emotional, and physical health. It's not only about considering our needs, but also knowing what we need in order to take care of ourselves and able to take care of others as well. I think that's a good definition. Um, and something that Black Tea had brought up to us was kind of discussing selfishness versus self-care because there are some times where people might take you as like taking a break from them or just kind of like, you know what, I just need some time for Distancing myself. Yourself. Distancing yourself as being selfish. Um, but really it's just like, no, I'm, I'm preserving my, my sanity. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out like what I need in order to even be a better friend or like be a better partner. So I need some space. So like, how do you feel about like that? Selfishness. Kind of. yeah. <laughs> so this is the thing. I'm here racking my brain about selfishness versus self-care. And I've mm-hmm. come to the realization that in order to have self-care and some self-love, it's going to require some little sprinkles of selfishness. I think yes. selfish is such an ugly word and nobody wants to be selfish. Everyone else hates the selfish person, right? The yeah. person that doesn't want to share and doesn't want to do these things. I think historically a person who practices healthy self-care um they are they need to be a little selfish because they just don't do it enough right Mm -hmm. um so it's just hard like i said i just think that within within the mode of like self-care and self there is this act of being like this is me this is my time i think where selfishness um where selfishness comes about it's when you stay there and you don't move out that place Mm -hmm. and there's never an idea that you want to be better for other people or even be better for yourself. It's just like, no, I'm going to take everything and keep it to myself. Like there's no, it's not a, it's not a, it's not an act. It's not about recharging. It's literally just about hoarding of stuff. Right. That's the best way I can describe it. And I think that self care is something with the idea of like, Hey, I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm giving all the time. But if I continue giving, I'll have nothing left. So I need to take a second and literally be like, hey, no, I need to not give today. Mm-hmm. Right? And like, I'm, and you're not, you're being selfish with your own time. I, yeah. I don't know if there's a better way to describe that, but that's how I feel. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. I feel like it's also, I feel like once you're carrying like someone else's burden, I feel like that's, you need to be selfish in a sense because you're just like now I feel drained (laughs) you know like now it's just like all right you're you're telling me this you're you're dealing with that and it's just like I I have no time to process how I'm doing how I'm feeling so sometimes I do think it's important to be selfish and I do feel like people 
see the word selfish or hear it and they they have like already like a negative connotation about it and it's just like no sometimes it's it's okay to be selfish like it's okay to want more for yourself it's Mm -hmm. okay to want to think about like protecting yourself and and preserving your your peace of mind which i'm going to continue saying for the rest of the podcast (laughs) but yeah i think i think it's important to be selfish i think there's something there's like a phrase that either i use or someone else used of like similar to the scanning but like checking in Mm. on what like on how you're doing because it's like I think that's that and sometimes if that means being a little bit of selfish that's okay because I feel like a lot of times when depends on your personality depends how you are you could be um I hear this expression about what is it pouring into everybody else's cup but not your own and then it's like you're not even checking in on how you're feeling after pouring into everybody's cup like where is your cup exactly Um, you know and I think that sometimes like self-care may require like a little bit of the and I don't think necessarily taking distance is being selfish or I don't think saying to someone like hey I can't take this on right now like there's we're grown there's certain ways to communicate to people like hey I need a minute or hey I need some space Mm -hmm. or you know what um I'm not checking in with how I'm feeling give me a little bit give me some time or just kind of that reevaluation of like hey where do I stand with this um, is this something I can do? Because sometimes people can take on, even at like work or yeah, people, or yeah. with relationships or friendships, people can take on too much from someone else, and then it's like taking a step back of like, hey, I need a little bit. That's hard though, and that requires self scanning, right? Yes. Because I can say even for myself, just for me, I take on other people's problems all day, whether yes. it's at work, whether it's other employees, not even my clients, right. and then it's my friends, and I. I do it in the nature of I feel bad if I don't. I feel, and not even that. I I love people. Like it, that's the thing. I love people. I love interacting with people. This makes me happy. Being with y'all makes me happy. This makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think people will still be the death of me if I'm not careful as well. So Correct. I have to. It took some time for me to learn how to say no. Like I I I don't even know. I'm still struggling with that as a person to say no because my idea is that then you'll feel let down by what. Uh, me saying no and in an I- in an ideal world um if you if 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 I were to say no I can't come tomorrow or whatever or something the person would be like hey I totally understand Sorry right right, right. but no one does that <laughs> people are like but I want you to come like please and it's like wait I wait and so for me I find that that's where I like struggle so that's where you have to do a self-scan and I think um, reevaluate like the people that are around you and being like, you know, I, I want to just be really honest with my nose, um, but firm. Because yes. if you're not, if you're not firm, then people are like, no, just come anyway. And then before you know it, you signed up for like five things. I mean, and this is just strictly from my experience. No, but I think it plays into yeah. how a lot of yeah. a lot of situations could be. Yeah. Not even with like going to events, but just helping people sure. out or being there for people where it's like, hey, are you there for yourself? Sure. Yeah, I feel like. For me, self-care, it's prioritized different in different settings. Like, I don't have an issue saying no to somebody in my personal life. Like, if I... And I when I felt like when I was younger, I was more about, oh, I feel like I'm missing out if I don't go here. Or if I'm like, no, I can't make it, I'm sorry. Or if I miss this happy hour. And now that I, I'm getting older, like, I really value sleep. I really value, like, my alone time since I, I've been living on my own for a while. So I just really value that sometimes. Like, sometimes I just don't want to see people. Right. <laughs> or, like, just, like, a, a, a little bit. And mm-hmm. it's just, like, at work, you see people all the time. So, and... 
since I've like started my new job, I feel like since I'm like kind of new, I, I want to take on more things because I want to feel like, hey, I'm new. Yeah, I might not know every program, but I want to learn. I want to I want you to see that I'm here and I'm ready to work. But then there's another side of me that's just like, OK, you don't want to stress yourself out at the same time. So it's like. I battle that sometimes in my personal and then my work life because again my personal life like I don't I don't have a problem expressing to people like hey I'm not really I don't I, I'm not in the mood to talk right now it's nothing on you just give me a second but with work it's just like it's 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 different to kind of adjust because you want to is you want to present yourself in like a certain way you know so yeah I think I think with self-care it it leaks into like so many things that you're doing in your life, but it's also like interesting how you how you measure it, like how you have to adjust your I guess your self care, like your self scanning, depending on like where you are. Yeah, I think sometimes too, you also may have to like nudge your friends to self care mm-hmm. because I think you 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 made a great point about um, being at work and wanting to take on all these projects yes. and things like that, and I think historically. Um, I think women, we've done that. I feel like we've done that. I feel like we've been like, we want to handle it. We yes. <laughs> we're strong enough. Take this on. And then all of a sudden, we're breaking. And we don't want to tell people we're breaking because we don't want to look like that weak person that exactly. can handle it. Um, so I think it's really important to keep all that in mind. And I, I know as for myself, um, just looking at other folks and being like, hey, maybe you need to take a day. like, Or just even, we talked earlier about pouring into cups and taking out of cups and yeah. things like that. I'm just being like, oh, you know, uh, you know what, maybe, I don't know, if I'm talking and I can tell that somebody's zoned out, I might be like, hey, did you have a rough day today? I'm sorry. I didn't check in with you. My day is crazy. Yes. But like, it's crazy and it's still going to be crazy and I still want to talk about it, but maybe you're not the person to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's self-scan. It's self-scanning and also self-scanning your friends yes. who might not be doing that with themselves. So That's true. But that's, I think that takes a certain amount oh. of work and a certain amount of self I think that alone, the fact that you can say to somebody, hey, I, I can see it, I, like, I'm not checking in on you, is a selfless act of recognizing that, hey, you may be trying to vent or you may be trying to talk to someone or, or have yeah. them do something or have them help you, but you recognize, hey, maybe this is not the right time, not the right scenario. I think that's self. That I think that's selfless on your part. It is. Um, because it's kind of saying, all right, hey, I want this, but I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be forcing the person. I'm not going to be pressing them, pushing them. Um, and I think that that's something that I would say takes like a lot of just like so work much. on yourself, work on like how you view others. Like, I think that also shows like how you respect others mm-hmm. because it's like not everybody, like sometimes Obviously, with your best friends and family, it's different. But imagine, like, some people will literally just just text someone, like, I had such a horrible day today, da 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 and mm-hmm. have no clue what the other person <laughs> might sure. have gone through. Yes, it's true. Or yes. say something, da 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 this happened. And the other person's like, damn, I'm still at work. Or, yeah, damn, I'm still sure. on the train. I've been on here for an hour. And then the other person doesn't want to shut you out and dismiss your feelings. Mm-hmm. But, again, they don't know. Like, I had a rough day, too. Sure, but yeah. now you're like, I don't want to say that because I don't want to be dismissive so i'm going to take on what she's saying and then your day could get worse so it's 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 tricky it's tricky a good a good like rule of thumb is checking in yeah people come vent to me like or am i just venting to other people Mm, right because if you check and you're the only one that's venting to other people then 
that might be hurtful. And and it doesn't mean that you're a bad person. Oh, it no, literally no, no, no. just yeah. means that you can just say, hey, wait a minute. Let me reel <laughs> it back in. Yeah. This is the fourth bad day that I've had this week. <laughs> Let me ask you, how's your week going? Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe, you know, because I think that once you can, because you'll find therapy in all different ways, right? Yes. This is a form of therapy. This is There are so many forms of therapy. It's just taking a second. And I don't think that you're bad for not doing it or not bad. It's just practice. It's literally saying, the next time you're really angry and you call the same person that you call all the time, you can just literally say, what did you do for yourself this week? <laughs> right, right, right. And if they're like, nothing, I cried. You could be like, whoa, let's cry together. <laughs> let's take a walk. Let's practice self-care together. Yes. The self-care together is cool too. So. To add to uh, Earl Grey's point, it's true. It take, it, I feel like it takes a, a certain type of person mm-hmm. to even say that. Like, oh, let me step back and realize, like, hey, I'm, I've am i been saying a lot to this one person and I'm not checking in. So I feel like, like you said, it takes time for that person to even realize, like, damn, I'm not really checking in on my friend. I'm mm-hmm. just venting mm-hmm. for 25 hours. So, yeah, it, it's tricky. <laughs> it's tricky. <laughs> it is Real tricky. Time. We are. We are. Well, we already kind of discussed about the what does self-care and self-love mean to you. Mm-hmm. How do you prioritize it in your schedule? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so my answer to that first was I don't, right? And yeah. then I was like, no, no, come on. Come on, you're better than this. You're better than this. You got this. Um, I think that for me, um, I'm still figuring it out. Like, yeah. I'm still pre- figuring out um, self-love. Um I, I had kind of organized it into three, three, three things, right? So the first one I had was uh, realization. The second one I had was acceptance. Uh-huh. And then I had was beauty and adoration. So uh-huh. with self-love, I, I think that the hardest thing, I, I'll speak with a, a, a direct example. Uh, the hardest thing for me, I guess, was to learn to love my size, my body size at the time. So I'm a plus size person. Mm-hmm. And um, one was like realization of where my negative ideas about being plus size came from. So that's realization. It wasn't like realizing I'm plus size. I've always known that I'm big. I'm 6'1". I've been bigger than everyone my whole entire life. That's old. But it's realizing where those ideas came from. Right. Society, um, things that people say, little comments. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing was accepting. Acceptance. Accepting that this is going to be the size that I am and things like that. And then there was the adoration and like love that takes time, right? That's a old, like, that's a, that's a thing that I'm happy to be at right now. Um, but it's, a it takes like time. It's like this process. Um, and I think that my main thing to help me was therapy. If I wasn't, in th- I've been in therapy since I, for like at least seven years. Oh, wow. A long time. A long time. Right. And if it wasn't for that, if it wasn't for that process, conversations that I have with other people, blogs, changing my Instagram feed to positive images and not people that I wanted to be like, more like people that were like me doing the things that I wanted to do. If I wasn't doing all of those things, um, then I wouldn't have gotten to an adoration, self-love part. And that's just with physical stuff. Now you can take all these other finances. You can think about um, romance. You can literally add anything. And I think if you follow this three-step process realization realizing where it comes from realizing where the pressure comes from acceptance this is where i'm at right now and then three falling in love with where you are right now mm-hmm. hard i want to stress that that is a hard place to be at <laughs> um then i think you're able to kind of figure out like self-love and figure out oh not figure it out but like 
incorporate self-love into what you're doing. And right, that's for right. me. That, that was just my process. Um, but that takes time. <laughs> and I struggle <laughs> with does. it on a day-to-day basis. There yeah. are some things that I'm okay with, and there are certain things that I'm like, maybe I should be here. Maybe yeah. I should be making this much. Maybe I should be doing this thing or whatever. Um, so it's a process. Yeah. Is there something maybe once a week or even every day that keeps you in check? Or if you notice yourself falling off on like maybe how you talk to yourself or the time you take for yourself, how do you get yourself back? This might've been a further question, but I think you're, what you said reminded me of it. Um, I, I'm very candid with my therapist. I have to once again add that I know not everyone has access to therapy, so I don't want that to mm-hmm. see. But for me, I'm very candid with my therapist. I'm like, hey, I have a lot of, um, it's probably undiagnosed or maybe it's somewhere in my chart, but I have a lot of anxiety. So mm-hmm. in my mind, my mind gets to racing and then all of a sudden I've created this scenario about where I should be and what I should be doing and things like that. One, I see her once a week. So that's beneficial. And in my other times that I don't see her, I'm journaling, but I'm also really candid with my really close friends. Like mm-hmm. they know a lot of the things that I'm going through or what I'm talking about. So if I'm like talking like, this person's like me and they're like, whoa, whoa, let's get back. Let's yeah. get back. Let's get back to where we are. Um, let's figure out what we're doing or what's going on. And so I think that that's my, that's my, those are my safety nets. Those are my firewalls. Um, my friends, journaling, reading, self-care, self-care activities, turning things off, turning my phone off, yes. um, taking walks, uh, where I work, there's a lot of like hills. So I'll walk, <laughs> I'll walk to the park. I'll do those things and just, get in that type of mindset. Um, but it's literally just keeping on, keep on trying until I figure out what works for me. Yeah. <laughs> if not, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, if it's not working, then I'm going to try something else. Right, so, right. What yeah. forced you to go to, what made you say, okay, I need therapy? Like, what was it? So, oh, it's about to get dark. So I had, um, I had what I now know was like a panic attack. And it was related to, um, I was at a, I was at an event. Uh-huh. And I was with my <laughs> ex at the time. And it was, a, I was, remember everybody was wearing all white and I was wearing all white and I felt everybody else there was really small. Like they were all like small, um, Latinx folks and I'm black. So for me, I just felt ugly. I felt unattractive in that space and I needed to go home, but it wasn't like a regular go home. Like I need to get out of, I couldn't even breathe. And that, that night I spent the whole night crying and just, and I couldn't come back from that. Yeah, yeah. And I mean... Y'all know me. I'm a very happy, jovial person. Yes. So it's very hard that I'm like, I can't breathe. I literally could not breathe the whole entire night. So for me, I was like, it was less about I need to process these feelings and more like I don't have time to be crying like this, so I need this to stop. Like, that's how I did it. Right. Um, whatever. Whatever gets you through the door. And so <laughs> I went through and I had, we had conversation and I just realized a lot of things. My parents were divorcing. My relationship wasn't really working out. I had body image issues. And I mean, I was doing all of this with a smile on my face because nobody knew right. about that. So I think at that point, I said, hey, this is time. I don't know what's going on, but I don't want to be crying all the time. And that's what I said. And I didn't want to be crying like that because right. I couldn't stop. And so um, that's when I, I realized that I had a panic attack. And that was, well, I was like seven, eight years ago. And I've been going like ever since. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm sorry that happened. I know. Okay, I'm totally dark, but I'm okay. I got... <laughs> you seem like you're good now, yeah. though. No, because you know what? I think that something I, like that needs to happen. It needs to happen. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm lucky that I it didn't. I didn't have like self harming thoughts or yes. anything like that. Yeah. And I'm also lucky that I had the like access to go someplace like that. And right. I had 
you know, I, I mean, it was a secret at the time. I didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell anyone besides my partner at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew where to go, and I had a great experience. So a lot of people go to therapy and don't have great experiences. People don't call them back. They mm-hmm. have a bad experience with therapists. Um, if I could give any advice, I would just say just keep trying. Or right. like reach out to somebody to help you yes. and look for resources. If you can't do it, say, Hi, hey, I'm not strong enough to do this. Can you help me? And, I, and if it, even if it's me, I'll, do, I'll help you do it. I right. have a lot of friends yeah. turn to therapy. So now I have a few. I actually, I realized so the the what forced you to practice was my second. But yeah. before that was the how do you prioritize it? Okay, so you are asking me now? Yes, Sorry. I am. Yeah. How, wait, how do I prioritize self care? Yeah, I'm putting you in the hot seat. <laughs> Damn. Um, that is a good question. How do I prioritize? I feel like it depends on my mood. Yeah. I'm the type of person I don't like asking for help. Like, I'll, I'll vent to, like, my friends or whatever, and, like, I have a good support system, but if, like, I'm laid off from work or something, it's, I'll, there are probably one or two people that know, you know what I mean? Like, I'm the type of person that I, I like to handle things on my own, and maybe that's not the best, but that's just how I've always been, like, like growing up. So, I think how I prioritize self-care I don't know. I, I guess it's, it really depends on my mood. Like, if I'm having, like, a, a really bad day at work, I, I like to go to the gym. You know what I mean? Like, I like to... I, I try to focus on things that make me happy and, like, put me in a positive mood. So, if that means, like, you know, reading a book I haven't read in a while or, like, going to, like, a paint night or something, going to a museum or literally just, like, walking through the park. Like, I'm a people watcher. Like, I like observing... Earl Grey knows I like I like going yes. to the park and like watching people like that entertains me for whatever so and that gives me like a break of of everything that's going on in my life so yeah I guess I I, pro- I prioritize by like doing different things that I know is gonna put me in a better mood and, and get me a little bit more energized and I do feel like I have a, a good support system like growing up my parents weren't like the lovey-dovey like oh my god I love you type but as I'm older now I appreciate them so much because I feel like that going back to what I'm saying like how I rely on myself on a lot it's my I feel like my parents shaped that because they were like you can't cry about the situation like you either gonna cry about it or do something about it because it's not gonna change Mm -hmm. and so how I am now I feel like that's how I am as a 29 year old woman right now about to be 30 that I can't dwell on a situation like I'm the type of person that I'm very like results oriented it's just like okay this happened to me I lost my job what am I gonna do am I gonna cry for an hour or I'm gonna network with people am I going to go to like a a networking event am I going to you know talk to people that I know in human resources like you you gotta make moves when things happen so I think just having that mindset that helps me to, I guess, develop a better self-care and self-love for myself because I always feel like I need to make results for myself because no one else is going to live my life but me. Right. Yeah. That you was a lot. <laughs> you know, you know I know I can't. I hate crying. You can go to HR, right? You can go <laughs> I hate, I hate, I hate crying. Sure. And it's, it's all on how you've grown up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want it to, like, if you want to cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You cry, and you're still strong, right? You're yeah, still no, strong. Yeah, no, of course, person. of course. Like, Ooh, look those strong <laughs> Those are thug tears. Those are thug tears. And that's okay. Right? 
No, it's true. It's true. And that was funny. Now when I talk to my parents, it's so like affectionate with me. I'm like, well, what happened when I was 10 years old? Thanks, Ma. So it's just funny. So yeah, it's just funny with the experience you have when you're younger. It really shapes how you are and like how you view yourself and how you, you know, just develop like a a guard for yourself with certain sure. things. Mm-hmm. So so now your turn girl gray how do you prioritize self-care i would say i can't really speak on i've been bad with self-care for a while but i would say that but i would say that how i used to be with would um i think i used to be comfortable with doing a lot of things by myself down from like running certain errands to going to the gym to just being outside yeah. to like going to a maybe a networking event by myself or just I used to I think be the one to take initiative with like my friends of hey let's let's do this um to keep myself busy um you know I think that one of the things that I was actually just talking about this the other day that to kind of set aside maybe once a week where you turn off your where I turn off my phone and maybe I go to the park Mm-hmm. Or maybe I read a book that I've been meaning to read. Maybe I watch a show that I haven't watched in a while. Or um, maybe spend some time with my family and I leave my phone at home so I can just be there and be fully present. Um, you know, I think that I think that's, for me, I found it at, that similar to how Pam T said, if you, if you don't have a solid foundation of like, all right, I'm set, I'm good where I'm at, I feel mm-hmm. stable it's going to trickle down in a, in a negative way into other areas of your life and you're not going to be able to prioritize. Like I would tell you now, um, I don't even think I'm prioritizing it in terms of like taking the time I need for myself and like being productive. I feel like any time for myself, it's like, oh, I'm like, all right, I'll just take a nap or maybe I have to finish something or clean something that I didn't get to do. So I think it's just going to be about making more of a schedule and like making the time of like, hey, instead of taking a nap or instead of cleaning, you're going to go out and do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's just like something though that comes when you have, when you work on your foundation and you can say, Hey, I have the time for this, this and myself. And then I have the time for other people. I mm-hmm. think that's, that's something that like is a good, for me, I think a good plan of like, how is Earl Grey going to, like, how are Earl Grey's needs going to be met first? Like, yes. What, like, what, what is she, what do I need to do to, like, check in? And what, what's going to make me get up and be like, all right, today I'm good. I can go to work, get done what I need to do, go, you know, uh, meet up with a friend of mine, help, you know? Because, like, like, I think we spoke about before, you want to be able to be, like, a better friend, a better daughter, a better, you know, uh, employee, a mm-hmm. better... Um, student a better whatever and if you're not prioritizing those um you know those uh, acts of the self-care whatever it is I don't think you at least for me I won't be able to be present in any of those areas yeah so that's something that's important I think it definitely also takes sometimes it takes like a really big experience or just something to jolt you like okay I'm I'm not I'm out of it right now so I think Maybe something happens or triggers you to make you feel like, okay, I need to, I need to get back to me. Like, I need to get back to Oh Gray. I need to get back to Masala. I need to get back to Palm Tea. Like, I feel like for me, personally, this is more like a relationship type thing. Um, I feel like in the past, not not so much now, but I was entertaining a lot of people that I shouldn't have, and I felt like it got to a point where I had to ask myself. 
what what am I benefiting like from this exchange? What am I benefiting from this conversation for us meeting up? Like I'm not getting anything out of this. I'm not learning anything out of this. I'm not valuing anything out of this. I'm coming out angry or confused or drained. So I feel like when once I feel any of those like three things, I know I have to take myself out of the situation and just forget about it and, and think more about Tom T. So I think there was like one situation where I was talking to someone and I was just like, I, I, what, what, like, what are we doing? Like, I'm not, I'm not getting anything from here. I'm just like, it's, it's annoying. I'm getting frustrated every day. I'm instead of, instead of getting like excited to talk to this person. So once I felt like that, I was just like, okay, let me more prioritize me. Like, what do I like to do? Um, what are some things that, you know, I want to like venture off and do and explore? So I do feel sometimes there might be a certain situation that kind of forces you to really look at yourself and be like, all right, I'm going to go back to myself, you know? Yeah. I think relationships are a great place to, uh, it's easy, right? It's an yeah. easy place to go back to. Um, what I think is really, I know this is not a relationship, relationship, episode but it is it's a relationship with self yeah i feel like all of our episodes end up (laughs) but the thing is i want to say with those i'm gonna put in quotes but toxic relationships or unhealthy relationships um don't underestimate the power of like loneliness like people are lonely and they just don't want to admit it and once you're like hey i think i'm lonely like that's why i'm with this person like Mm -hmm. the thought of being by myself is scary i know this person they i've I've given myself to this person in whatever capacity that is financial sexual emotional physical whatever Mm -hmm. um the thought of being without them is scary yeah and i think once you own that and you're like yeah no i'm with you because i don't want to be lonely i think and then once you say that because it's awkward right people don't want to say those awkward things and uncomfortable things that might make you seem you know not as um not as like secure in oneself yes because once you say that then you can do some work right because that's a, that's literally what therapy is it's saying all this like tough stuff yes and then being like yeah no that's fine yeah and it's it's common most people don't want to be lonely it's cold outside i want to come <laughs> with someone it's very clear it's warm outside i want to go date drinking with someone it makes sense right <laughs> um but i think like you said it's doing this balance of like is my peace worth that loneliness? It's not. And it's not, but I, we have to kind of configure where that's coming from and see yeah, what's well. up and develop a plan. That's yes. always my thing. Plan, plan, plan. How are we going to plan to get out of this relationship? Yes. How are we going to plan to self-care? How are we going to plan to eat better? How are we going to plan? And if you don't have a plan, then... Yeah. yeah. And, and everything, it takes time. It takes, it time. takes time. But I think you really have to look at, like it, like you said, is it, is it worth how I'm feeling right. right now in the long run? It's, it's not. It's not. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so I'm getting flashbacks. Everybody's getting flashbacks. I'm thinking about all those bad relationships. I'm going to self care. I'm going to walk in this park. Not angrily. I'm going to walk in this park. Let me go walk in this park. I'm going to walk in this park angry. Self care is buying a new phone because I broke my last one. Like, no, no, no. Let me go climb this hill real quick. <laughs> Damn. My list is funny. For sure. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> what was another? There was another. So, yeah. There was a. There were a couple of questions, but um, well, I think one um, we have a lot here, but one of the questions I'm curious: How does self care and self love help you when it comes to your social work role? It's mm, a good one. Currently at work. Um, yeah. So, I I stated before I work with crime victims um, within uh, Queens County. 
So self-care for me, luckily my job right now, okay, so most social work jobs are extremely self, uh, stressful, excuse me, uh, they're extremely uh, stressful. Um, most of the positions you have, you're either working in a clinic, you don't get any time, you don't, you just don't get a second to yourself. And the good part about my job is that you do. It's a lot of like, you manage your own cases for the most part. You get referrals, you probably get like three a day, you reach out to them via phone. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, self-care sometimes is being like, one, I'm always taking my break. I always take my break. Oh, we have an hour break. I, we all do not play with that. It's common. It's like, whoop, one o'clock, we gotta go. <laughs> right. That's great. Um, and two, I would say that the, Another thing that I do is, is that if I feel like I'm overwhelmed with something, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm going to take a walk. And my boss is really cool with that. My coworkers are cool with that. They come by. We'll talk about other things. We'll look at other things. And the job is really good with that. So where I work, there are detectives. There are assistant district attorneys. There are lawyers. Mm -hmm. um, there are other programs within our department. So there's never an opportunity where I feel like I can't just go sit with somebody else and have like a five to ten minute conversation. Right. We're a very water cooler office. Like think of the office. It's right. like that. It can be very funny and like yeah. like so it's very easy and I'm lucky. I'm so lucky that because we it's stressful. I deal with like gunshot victims, attempted murder, people right. I work with them. So you need that balance to just be like, hey, I'm going to sit down with you um, because the courts, I work for the courts, mm -hmm. um, there's so much work to be done there that everyone's doing some different roles. So I can go talk to security. I can go talk to a court officer. Mm -hmm. I can go talk to, sometimes you'll see judges walking. You, well, yeah, like No one else knows that they're judges, but you'll see them <laughs> walking. Um, and because we're cool, you can just go say hi and shoot the breeze with them for like a little bit. So right. I'm very lucky that I work in an environment that, um, they don't, they don't call it self-care. You can find your own, but there are just so many opportunities to just be like, Hey, I'm dealing with this case right now. And it's a lot. It might be like a rape case, sexual assault case, child abuse case. And those are a lot. That takes yeah. a lot on your like emotional and mental. Mm -hmm. So you can be like, Hey, no, I'm not doing this right now. I'm going to go play Candy Crush or something like that. <laughs> or like, you know what I mean? Or like look at outfits or something. Yeah. My job is really, we're really good with that because they're aware of that. Um, that's good. Stressful. That's good. Yeah. Um, what was the question? Well, <laughs> oh, was, this was about about your social work. Well, yeah. So yeah. I guess so it would be how does self care, self love help you when it comes to work? Mm. Yeah, I feel like I'm still struggling with that because I'm still like fairly new. So I'm I'm trying to I'm operating like as a scholar. Like, oh, who needs help with this? So I think over time, um, and I, I spoke to like my like my friends about this and they're like you know you don't you're sometimes if you're left out of a meeting like don't take it personally it could be something that doesn't affect your job or that you don't need to sure. know about um so yeah I think that's something I'm still working on just trying to adjust like to a new environment and a new job and a, like entirely new role so I think going forward with the job I'm gonna not feel the need to take on everything sure. and just master like what I'm currently doing like the project that I'm currently doing and then if more, you know, projects come along or I'm having more meetings with people from other departments, then that time will come. But not to, like, push it so much sure. since I'm still, like, adjusting to my to my work. Gotcha. <laughs> what about uh, you? I would say that, so when I was practicing it, I think it just helps you set up for the day where yeah. you're going in and you're like, all right, I feel good. Like, uh, you know, you have, like, your piece. So you have your, like, all right, I handle this. I can come in with like a fresh start. I think that's like for probably almost any any job. Like when someone gets like 
good amount of sleep or maybe on Sunday they spent some time like outside yeah. or just some time like doing things like reading or cleaning up or whatever mm-hmm. it, whatever the self-care meant to that person um, I think it just like sets you up for a fresh start at your job mm-hmm. or a workplace I think it also like for me I think if um, I'm a cancer I mean I'm sure there's non-cancers who are like this too but for me like things really cloud my mind so I'll be at work and like there'll be all these like I used to be great I would say probably like three or four years ago I was so good at making like to-do lists and it was like super exciting to like check everything off and cross everything off and like I was in that way pretty organized whether it came to work stuff or whether it was just the running errands on my lunch break and then I think just as time went on I like lost sight of that lost track of it and now it's like I'll be scrambling to do something and I'm like hey you used to be really good at this it should be the opposite like as you get older to be nourishing that not mm. to like slack on that but I think that's part of why I said earlier that my self-care is kind of slack because I think you're just you get preoccupied with other things yeah but I think that like if, especially if you're at a job where there's like all these different to do you know all these different like things on your to-do list or there's all these different like um, you know, different parts of a project or you report to a lot of different people or there's like teams in other areas or you do things off-site. Mm-hmm. It's just good to be having that self-care, I think, so that you can come in on like a Monday morning or a Tuesday and not feel like, oh, I'm so drained. Yes. You can come in and be like, hey, I have the mental energy because I think a lot of times when things are going wrong, um, personal life, anything else outside of work, it's like, unless you're really strong and you're grounded, that stuff is just going to cloud you. You're, sure. Especially if you're sitting at like a computer desk, it's different when yeah. you're talking to someone, sure. you're in a meeting, it's a different setting. But imagine you're at a computer screen all day or you're doing administrative tasks and it's like, that. a lot of it is going to go over your head sure. because you're going to be so clouded. I think that like taking the time to like, just like walk through certain things. I think what you said about like being firm is really important. Like talking to yourself, being firm about your decisions, being firm about like the time that you need. And like, um, I think that for me, I would say, um, not, not for me, I would say in general, like taking the time to disconnect. Like we're in such a society where like more, and and, like, it sounds like such a silly thing because it's like, Oh yeah. Like they when they talk about it in the news, like, oh, for teenagers, it's bad to be on Facebook and it's a, or Instagram. And it's like, no, it it's could be someone who's yeah, yeah. in their 30s, like, at a job, not maybe hasn't gone on vacation in a while, or just not feeling um, confident, maybe not feeling like they're at a certain place where they want to be and then seeing other people. Yes. Or just feeling like they're missing out on things or feeling like someone is getting to do all these things that they want to do. And I don't even think it's a jealousy thing because no. I think it's so much, like, it's so pronounced it's so like it's like you know before it's like you get up and maybe like turn on the tv now it's like you get up and you go on instagram and you're like damn i'm not really doing much or like Mm -hmm. damn i gotta go to work and this person's in paris you know something like you know what i mean or like damn they're on a they're on a cruise ship and i'm out here struggling or this person just got married and i'm out here you know can't get a text back or in a a difficult They be I texting mean, you real quick. They, they text you back quick. Hey. <laughs> they don't got nothing going on. They don't, they're not doing self-care. They're trying to self-care you so that you can pay for their stuff. <laughs> no, that's a fact. It's true. It's true. That's that funny. is a fact. Yeah. But you, I mean, you, you brought up excellent points, I think. And this is where I think um, 
therapy self-reflection comes out because it just sounds I think and in general there are just all these things going on yes. you have work you have life you have this you have that and it might mean that you're not self-caring but it also might mean that maybe that job is not serving you anymore or maybe mm-hmm. your diet is off or mm-hmm. maybe there's something emotional going on or a physical thing going on yeah. and I think that that's where therapy is cool because I think we as a society, we're always looking for the answers, right? Mm-hmm. So like, we have these problems that we create ourselves, right? With Instagram and blah, 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 Facebook. And then we're like, no, no, we need the answer. And the answer sometimes is 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 deeper or maybe just outside of the box of what we It's thought. not like, yes. oh, do that. It's do not that. like I'm on a job, right? And right. Like, I might be tired because I might have like a medical condition. It might yeah, not right, just be right. because I didn't work out. Or you might be sleeping because you're tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It might not be a depression. Mm-hmm. It could be. Mm-hmm. But it could also mean, hey, I'm really tired. And also, you're not 22 or 23 years old. You can't drink tequila shots three times. No. Yeah. Or you're dealing with things that you're dealing with. Or the emotional things that you're dealing with or whatever. So it might not, you know, so that's why I say it's really good that you kind of bounce these ideas off of anybody. Like a professional, preferably, but if not, and the professional, I mean, to tie it back to what we were saying before, as far as this responsibility of like dumping our problems onto other people, uh, the reason I love therapy is because that's what you're going to be for. So I'm going to have to walk in there and I'm like, hey, blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing. I'm still a nice person, so I still am like, well, tell me how you're doing. And I still am like, tell me what's up with you. I, I, I will always be that type of person because I am a social worker therapist to my core I can't help it right. um, but in general I don't feel that bad when I'm like bleh like this word <laughs> because I'm like oh well, you're getting paid well for it and it's not to make it, and it, it that creates that thing it makes this thing of being like oh well yeah you, it's set up so that you have to listen to me right. in, the, in the less pompous way I can say that but it's set up that way you know what I mean so you know what's funny um, I don't go to therapy what I've started doing I've been um <laughs> I've been saying voice notes, like, yeah. to like, like, like an audio diary. Yeah. Right. I've started doing that, just like, like before I go to bed, not every night, but like if I'm having a bad day, I just kind of just talk like to myself. And what I've been doing is playing it back, and it's crazy how a week passes by and I play it back, and I was like, what was I so angry about? Like, why was I frustrated from this situation? So I feel like that. That's lining like into what we were talking about. That has kind of helped me analyze like my emotions. Is like a week ago you were so like frustrated and furious with this person. It's just like now you don't you don't even care. Or it's just like that really wasn't what triggered you. This is what was Mm -hmm. causing you to be upset. So that's something that's kind of like my form of therapy. just like we're like talking to yourself yeah, and like hair great. hair it sounds weird like why are you talking to yourself no, but great. just to hear like the issues that you thought were issues and and you realize what was really triggering it that kind of helped me take a step back and look at situations differently sure yeah okay. that's a cool way of self-scanning yeah it's yeah, weird it's, cool. <laughs> I like that. I should do that. it's like an audio well, diary I, I won't rock if I show you my journal now it's I don't even write it now. I just carry it with me with whole style, right? Something I never do. That, that's all the different works. I love it. Yeah, it was yeah. weird. And I got that idea from someone else. He was like, yeah, you should just talk to yourself. I'm like, what are you talking about? Talk to myself. Like, you... He's like, nah, it sounds crazy, but just try it. And then you'll realize things that you didn't realize before. I was like, oh. I like that. You're actually right about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, we have some more questions before we go into um, the comments, the right? comments yeah. and, and also about how we can, what we can suggest, um, how our viewers can incorporate self-care. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I'm going to go with 
All right, I have, let's see, about two more questions. Um, how do you feel like your self-love has changed since perhaps five years ago and from now? And if you feel like you already touched on it, um, I can go to another question. Um, I think five years ago. Oh, wow. I would say, I mean, I think my self-care and my ideas of self-care are constantly changing. So even from like last week or last month or even from when you both asked me to do this, I'm like, wow, <laughs> let me take a second to really think about mm -hmm. what I do as like self-care. And so um, I think that in the last past five years, I think I've, I've really made it a point to say no. Like, that's yeah. a really big thing for me. I think last week I probably said no to four things. And it, <laughs> it, it seems like a lot, but I was asked to do, like, 15 things. Like, I was asked to even do something tonight for someone. And I was, like, really torn because it, it was, like, a health issue thing. But I was like, hey, I, I made this thing. I, I really can't. And, I mean, that's hard for me. It's hard for me as a person because um, I take health issues, health issues, emergency issues, psychological issues, anything that someone's going through that requires any form of like crying or tears or something. I take that really seriously. Um, but this was a version of my self-care. This mm. is important to me. Like it's important that people are going to hear this and know how to take care of themselves. Yes. So um, I think for me over the last past five years or even the, over the last past um, months, two months, I've learned to say no. That's for self-care. Um, as far as like self-love, um, that's still a journey. Like, I'm still, I, st I have good days and I have bad days. Mm -hmm. I cut my hair. I went natural. <laughs> I was like, I went from like, I love it. I hate it. Hate it. Love it. Now I love it. And now I can't imagine what life would be like if I didn't have like, like natural hair and a shorter haircut. Right. Um, so that's always changing. That's always changing. I think with seeing artists that look like me, Lizzo, or yes. whomever, like, just seeing, like, darker-skinned people, and, mm -hmm. and, and, um, just seeing just other representations of beauty, because mm -hmm. I think as women, that's kind of where our work has always, um, been in for society, is in beauty, right? It's not what I believe our worth is, but that's what people have viewed us that way, mm -hmm. um, and I think it's just this idea of, Finding myself beautiful, finding different ways of find, um, finding beauty. I, I, I do this thing. This is like so separate. I do this thing of like these, this list. I make a list every year of what I want to get accomplished by my next birthday. So I'm turning 32. So I have, it's called 32 things I want to get accomplished by the time I'm 32. That's cute. Yeah. And it's, it's not big. Like it's, it's it could be literally like, um, one was like wear my natural hair. Right. Another one was like contact my grandmother to get stories of my family. Mm. Um, on this list, or it was this list or the list before, it was like, tell a woman a day that she's beautiful. Or compliment her right. in any capacity. To the point, that, I mean, I don't, I'm pretty sure I always done it, but it wasn't like every day. So intentionally, I always was like, hey, that's a nice dress. Mm -hmm. That's some nice shoes. or that's. And I think I did it with people. I think I did it with people, but I specified um, with women, women or women yeah. that I was close to. And I found that it really made people feel really good. Right? And like, that made me feel really good right mm -hmm. to the point that people are like no you look good and it became this like complimenting war right <laughs> i went to the court and people like, what she have on today and like, i don't know you know what i mean yeah and I that started making me feel good and feel better about myself so yeah I, it's one of those things that's always changing you're always figuring it out you're always working on things mm -hmm. so um that's my idea of like self-care <laughs> yeah. that's where it's more it's still i'm still figuring it out that's what i did 
same. I feel like self love is a tough one because you're it's it's a journey right. and you're you're constantly trying to find things that you love about yourself right. and and I think just be and I think just be like okay like with yourself. Right. Like it's funny how you were you were talking about earlier about feeling uncomfortable about um like your size and right. like for me it's like the complete opposite. Like I'm I'm petite mm-hmm. and like growing up I've always. It's, it's like the opposite spectrum. Like, I've always been, like, teased about, like, how small I am. Like, oh, you're so skinny. Or, like, oh, you're not big enough to be, like, a woman. Like, why do you need to go to the gym? Like, I've heard, like, terrible comments. And so I've had to come to the realization that what they're saying, like, you know, doesn't define you. Or, like, be okay with, with, with what your size. And I always thought about, like, if you woke up and everybody was your size, would you still care about being like ideal sure. you know would yeah. you is like is it some is it their comments that's making you feel a certain way or is it yourself so that's something that i had to realize like on on like like personally like about like my size and like still you know i'm like oh some days you like how you look mm-hmm. and other days yeah. you don't yeah i think sure. that's like every woman every, every day, right? yeah so i feel like just like kind of putting like more positive thoughts in my head and then like you were saying earlier like with social media like you go on social media everyone looks exactly the same so i'm just like uh let me take a break from social media as well like that pours into there was a time where i was unemployed for a couple of months and like literally like our girl was saying when you're in like the worst situation everyone looks like they're doing so much mm-hmm. better worse, yeah. <laughs> like he's on a yacht she's mm-hmm. getting married she's on her happy hour <laughs> she's on his fifth this one is like ziplining and through sure. like you know a desert or something or like you know riding a horse or something or a horse in the water it's just like i'm here looking for a damn job right. so it's just like um yeah i feel like with self-care and self-love is is a journey and i feel like with both things you kind of have to have your your blinders on and really focus on yourself because at the end of the day no one else is living your life the people on social media 80 percent of them are frauds so it's just (laughs) like what what think about the things that make you happy and like that you love about yourself and i think you have to just hone on that And it takes time because, you know, like we're women and we're constantly being told that something's wrong with us. Right. So mm-hmm. I feel like you you have to really block that negativity out and just focus on the positive. Absolutely. Yeah. And the people on Instagram, too, are also maybe practicing self-care themselves. Right? True, yeah. So, like, there are times, like, like, I went to Cuba, like, last year. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I mean, I, I've since then moved into my own apartment. And yeah. I will not be planning any international trips, right? And I think that's <laughs> right now. Yeah. And I think that it's hard, right? Because I'm just like, oh, my birthday's coming up. I should be going to this country. My boss is going to Paris. And yeah. my girl's going to, um, I think, uh, Greece. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I, I don't even know if I can afford that. Right. But in my head, I'm like, you know what? I did my fun stuff, and now my vacation is my apartment. So that's what I'm gonna do. And if you want to come by, you can come by mm-hmm. my apartment, and you can which come is very nice. And we can thank you. And we can come. Have some. And I do. Come, <laughs> and we can come, and we can we can drink um happy hours up on my terrace. And like so, there are things that we can do. And I'm gonna have a vacation here, and I'm gonna be. Oh, you okay. have a terrace. I have a terrace. I have a little terrace. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. Right. There we go. Right. <laughs> Ain't no parasailing, but I got a terrace, right? So, like, you know what I'm saying. But no, but it's just understanding. And so whenever I find myself having those thoughts, I'm like, you know what? Maybe that's this person's self-care. Maybe that's what they have. And that is work. But maybe that's what they needed to do to get to a place that works. And if it's like celebrities, I don't have Cardi B money. I don't have Will Smith money. I don't have that. You know? So it makes me feel uncomfortable. I can unfollow him for a little bit and then follow a little bit. So I can get the juices for me. Yeah. 
<laughs> and also think about something you said about like, was it Lizzo? Yes. About like creating just like your own standards. I feel like we've especially with social media, it's like we see. I was telling Pom T the other day. I'm on Instagram. Every <laughs> I go on my explore page. Every woman looks mm-hmm. the same. Sure. Every woman looks exactly the same, and I'm thinking. So everybody just has long wavy hair. Eyebrows are on. That lime green suit. Neon, neon bodysuit. Yeah. Everyone for the summer. And everybody has thick eyebrows. Eyebrows and long hair. And a snatched. Snatched waist. <laughs> I, I don't get it. It just, and I think it just, then it, even if you, even if you have somewhat of a solid foundation, that stuff will make you be like, wait a minute, hold on, but I don't look like this. I don't have that. So I think a lot of it, a lot of it is just like recreating. And, and I think like, I, I think the one positive is like when you go through bad situations, maybe like going through that situation where you mentioned where you were, it was like that all white thing. Yeah. It was like you needed to kind of create a new standard because you were there probably like looking like I look very different than everybody mm-hmm. here. This is making me feel uncomfortable. And I feel like um, what it seems like you did, you were like, okay, I feel uncomfortable. What can I do about this so that in future scenarios, I'm not in that scenario where I'm like, oh, I I feel uncomfortable. Yes. Or, or, like, I need to leave. Where it's more like, all right, I don't look like these people, but I'm still going to be here sure. and make the most out of it. Um, and or I think, I'm going to go home. And that's another thing. Oh, okay, I'm going to go home and yeah. I'm going to be okay. And right. I'm gonna, that's I'm true. Gonna be like, this doesn't serve me. Yes. Because I don't party. As like a queer person, I don't party 42nd Street, any of those places. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do any of that. Right, I'm right. Called, like, slurs on those streets. Oh, and I'm talking about maybe two years ago or a year ago. And, the, I mean, I tried. I was very upset. But I told myself, this is why I don't party here. I party yeah. places I can wear sneakers. That's always my, my thing. I, I do a bar where I can wear sneakers. If I can't wear sneakers, don't invite me, right? right. So that's why I've learned to be like, that's not really for me. Those mm-hmm. places are not for me. And those places are always, Instagram explore page is always going to be like that. <laughs> it's always going to be nasty and trash. Like, not nasty yeah, and trash, it's but it's always going to be opposite of what you might be doing at mm-hmm. that time. And so for me, I have to be like, this doesn't serve me, so I don't have to go there anymore. So if you're having a birthday party there, I could be like, hey, by the way, I don't, and this, it takes a lot, but I'm like, hey, I don't feel comfortable there. Honestly, mm-hmm. last time I was there, somebody called me a fat B-I-T-C-H, and, and it really happened, like, two years ago, and I was so upset, and then I said, oh, I, I just don't, I'm, I'm 31, I'm not partying here, like, right, I'm right. going here, this is ridiculous, it's trash, mm-hmm. and so I didn't, right, and so, um, and being okay with that. But yes. that self-scan stuff, that's hard. It's hard. And I like what you said earlier about, like, real, realizing. I think it's important to say, I am this. Or, mm-hmm. like, I have anxiety or a form of anxiety. Or I'm in a bad situation. Yes. Yeah. I'm in a toxic situation. Yes. So it's just, like, you've said it out loud. You've, um like, marinated on it. Now, what am I going to do what? next Solutions. so I'm mm-hmm. no longer in this situation? Just like you said, like, this is not serving me. Like, this job is not serving me. Sure. This situation is not serving me. Like, this person is not serving me. Like, his, this person's energy is not serving me. Now that I realized that and I said that out loud and I said it to myself, what am I going to do so I can be in a situation that serves me? And mm-hmm. I think it takes some people, it takes time for for them to, like, like damn, like, this is me. Like I'm in this situation, but I think the next step is very important to apply it. The now. action, the action. Mm-hmm. Like sure. I realize this now. What am I going to do next? So I'm not feeling this way anymore. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. I think now, um, it's a little over an hour. We can mention some 
So we posted on our Instagram page. Please follow us. Uh, the Tea Room Podcast. Um, how do you practice self-care? And we had several responses from that. Yes, thank you guys so much yes. for um, responding to our post. Um, we had a lot of feedback. So, um, Jenny said... Uh, Shout out to Jenny. Ooh, uh, <laughs> she said... Uh, that's one of my best friends. Uh, self-care to me is learning to say no and empowering yourself to put your needs, mental and physical health first. Absolutely. Then, um, uh, I want to say, I, I might be butchering her name, but her, her, her username is sh- uh, shen.benice. Uh, being aware of my emotions, holding myself accountable. Yes. That's very important. Mm-hmm. Having time for me and everything they said above. Um, Olga, another one of my friends. Shout out to Olga. Um, <laughs> yoga and cleansing your soul. LOL. Uh, then, um, uh, then Sylvester. Um, shout out to Sylvester. He's a photographer. You ever need your pictures taken? Um, he said having alone time and everything the person said above me, which was Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Then uh, Beatrice said, taking away things that stress you out and doing something you enjoy. For me, it's napping. Yes. Uh, Then uh, Gina Nicole said, self-care for me can be something as simple as a cup of coffee or tea or something a bit more involved like yoga and meditation, time in nature to just be, baking a favorite recipe, and time alone to read. Sure. Those are good things like you mentioned. Yes. And... One of our good friends, Deleka, also known as Lucy. Shout out to Deleka. She wrote us a novel, so I'm just going to paraphrase. <laughs> Paraphrasing Deleka. Um, she said self-care has changed for her over the year. Therapy is number one. She also likes to do small things that would spark her joy, such as painting her nails or lighting candles and burning sage. That's very important. Um, she also said her skincare routine is a big self-care for her. She's also set boundaries and learned to say no, which Masala has mentioned earlier. Um, she made sure to say no to things that don't burn her out. And um, one of the last things she says, overall, she tries to do things that spark joy um, by being creative, cooking, dancing, surrounding herself with people that bring her joy and positivity and focusing on really matters to her. Oh, Talika. I know. She set up the whole podcast. <laughs> I know, right? Good job, Talika. And then one of our last comments is another friend of the show, Talisha. Shout out, shout out to uh, Talisha. Um, so she said, uh, taking care of her body and spirit, sometimes it's therapy. She said, sometimes it's masturbation. That's real. Sometimes That's real it's thing. reading. I didn't know where we were going with taking a step back and analyze what I do have control over. That is facts. We also had two more people respond. Um, Gemma, after a long week, sometimes I just need to go to a gay bar and be surrounded by the queers. Self-care also also means limiting my screen time and therefore my need to tell everyone else except myself. Um, the last comment that we're going to read, which was all of them, we shouted out everybody. Um, this was from Lauren. Taking time to make sure I feel peaceful. Yes. That can be anything from taking a long walk to having a porch beer or reading a new book. Right. Yes. I like that, I I like that as Simple. well. 
Yeah, so thank you guys for commenting. I think you guys pretty much summed up what we were saying, <laughs> just like to have more peace with ourselves. You know, therapy, as you were saying, comes in different forms, whether it's reading, whether it's walking, uh, whether it's <laughs> masturbating, whether it's lighting dancing, stage, dancing, yeah. reading Whatever books. activity. Yeah, whatever brings you, you, like, joy. Listening to a podcast. Yes. Listening to music. Listening to music. Yeah, whatever brings you joy. Um, whatever like brings you peace. Night, even doing one of those activities sure. by yourself. Like, yeah. hey, you never know. You have a good, you know, unwind, keep to yourself. Or you can meet if you want to be social. You can be social. You have the option of doing sure. that. Yeah. So I, I do feel like, you know, people prioritize self-care and self-love differently i feel like self-love is a never-ending oh, journey sure. you're gonna continue to Forever. discover yourself as years go by so i would just say advice is just continue doing things that nourish you and fuel you and make you feel good and don't feel like you have to please i guess anybody. please or appease the sure. people that aren't contributing to your peace right <laughs>
Masala's thought process, thought process is very different than me because if someone's talking to me crazy, oh, I find the time. No, no, no I find the time. All the tools go out the window. I'm like, I do a quick scan too. I'm like, I know that the curse is not coming towards me. It's not flying this way. I know your voice didn't go an octave when you're talking to me. Sure, sure. I know you're confused right now. So for me, I'm just like, I'm confused. At you probably have the same problem. Yeah, you I'm, just don't I'm, know it. Maybe you not. Probably, you might be yelling back, but in your head, you've done all this. <laughs> like, don't get twisted. I'm not. I'm not pummeled. I definitely yell, but I'm at a point now in this like yes. day. If you come to me with craziness, I'm like, I think and I put my hand out like this. You have to put your hand up. <laughs> that blocks the stupidity. It that lets them know it's okay. No, they can go around. <laughs> if you reach a certain level, I think that if you reach a certain level of maturity, That's and then when someone's co- no, I'm saying the per- the person you could be talking to is immature. Right. But if you yes. reach a certain level of Im- of immaturity. You're like, hold on a minute. This isn't cool. Yes. Regardless of whether you entertain it back or you don't, you know in your mind, this isn't cool. This probably isn't sure. serving me. Yes. And, but I do think, again, things that will help your mental health is definitely how you react. Sure. You got to use that block button. I love to block a person. <laughs> Even, and I do blocking. I tell over it every day. <laughs> blocking is not necessarily for the other person. It's, it's for, for me you. Too. It's for you. It's for you. So I'm not gonna block you if I know that you cannot contact me back. So it's great. When they're people, people get so offended by my block button, but I'm like, it puts me to sleep. I sleep. Yes. I'm like, two blocks. Okay, I can go to sleep. I yes. Get and I may be crying, but I'm alone and I'm happy. Yes. I'm not no, like you know, I'm so true. That, that, I'm the type of person I don't like going back and forth with someone. I'm gonna oh, tell you. Some people go back and forth. With and it, like days. you said, you can't get that time going back and forth when I'm talking <laughs> to a wall. So yeah. I'm gonna tell you how I feel, curse words or whatever, yeah. and you're gonna get blocked yeah. because I'm 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 telling you how I feel for me, not to hear your response. Right. Because you talking to me be crazy, you must think I'm crazy. You already you already brought things together. In exactly. Way that work for me. So, exactly. And, and that's why I need you need time. And the thing is, is that self control is hard. After I hung up on you, you're gonna call me back, and we're gonna go back and forth. <laughs> and if you haven't learned anything in five minutes, I haven't learned anything in five minutes. We both haven't de-escalated. So give me a day, and I love to give people a time. Let's talk tomorrow at four o'clock. People are like, are you serious? I'm like, four o'clock. To me, I'm gonna bail about four o'clock. Well, then I guess we'll talk at five. I'm not talking to you before four o'clock. No, it's true. So if, you, if you're gonna contact me before that, I'm going to block you. I don't want to block you, but and I always say that, right? And I'm learning that, right? Wait, okay. so wait, I don't say that to them. Sure. <laughs> oh no, no, you just gotta. We don't have to it. Like I don't deal with men, so I don't know what y'all do or how you have to do it. Because I don't take men seriously, so I would block, you know. But for me, with women, I have to be like, hey, we can talk at four o'clock, and because people know that I'm looking for peace now, they're like, all right, Tiffany, I'll call you at four, and I'm like. <laughs> That's please, hilarious. Please, please don't call me around that. You have to protect your peace. No, it's you true. You will be dying. To- we are going to die. Men live longer than us. We cannot afford it. I, ha- I hate the people it. that don't let you have your time. Like, sometimes Those I get... Those psychopaths. You got to let them go. Let like, them wash away with you the get a, you, rain. Like, you get, like, a crazy text message, right? And you you telling yourself, I'm not going to respond yeah. to the next day. Then they keep blowing up your phone. So it's just like, it's now like, I feel like I have to respond to you. Because crazy can't exist by itself. It's it like can't. A, it's like if a tree True. falls in the, in, the, in the wood. It doesn't make a sound. Nobody's there. Is anyone around here? It's the same thing with a crazy text message. For them, you're like, I need a response. Yes. Yeah, but if you let them, if you let it marinate with self-control, you'll see them slowly de-escalate. Then they're like, yo, can we talk? No. I can no. talk to you at 4 o'clock tomorrow. <laughs> I can talk to you when you get your attitude. Yeah, correct. not even because that's subjective. Not Don't even. let the guy get attitude subjective around exactly. 4 o'clock. It's subjective. I need to speak to you around 4 o'clock. Matter of fact, I need to speak to you Friday. I love to tell people, I love to tell people, like, Sunday at 12. Right. I talk to them because that's the Lord's Day. And I'm going to let you know <laughs> 
And maybe you need to do, I allow them to say Sunday at 12 o'clock, I will speak to you. Right. And then I block you till then. And if they're like, oh, block, <laughs> why did you call me Sunday before 12 o'clock? You should have called me before then. We, we just, we, we established the time. Don't listen to me. I'm a crazy. Yeah, I self-care. Just self-care. But no, I, I know, think no, the I block think button needs to be part of the toolbox. The block part button of self-care. Is part of the toolbox. And it's not your first thing because that used to be my first thing. And that's no, something it's I my learned first about myself. Well, I've learned that about myself. And I've okay. really hurt people that, that I think have wanted to talk to me. But I need to also call them out <laughs> on the fact that they have unhealthy tendencies, right? So I, I, I now for me, I'm more so like, I'm going to block you. Right. Uh, it's a, like I try my best to talk. I feel like that once you're blocked, you really shouldn't be unblocked. But we love to unblock a person, no, right? True. Okay, right? We love to unblock a person. That's, <laughs> true. <laughs> that's true what I'm saying. You're kind of filled with the word, but are you, are you reading the Bible or are you just speaking on it? I don't, are we reading it or are we just speaking about Got it? Got it. Okay. Are we driving the car? Are we driving the Are we just pressing the gas? Are we pressing the gas? Do we just have the key? But we don't like, right. We push the start. We're not pushing the button. What are we doing? Are we baking with no flour? What's going on? Let's so, yes. We should probably provide some resources. Okay. Yes, let's do can it. Look to, for example, I like I follow Exo Nicole. So do I. I like. I mean, a lot of her stuff is just like random generic. Quotes. It's yeah. not like anything like groundbreaking, but sure. I do feel like the quotes like are good, and I like her articles when she has like um, what an expert said about this, sure. and I feel yes. like um, that type of stuff, like especially when you're going through something is like good to read and just I think it's helpful to know okay you're not the only one who's in that situation not even that you're because obviously you're not, unless you're a child you're not the only one in that situation but I think it's just good to like <coughs> reaffirm that and like see what someone else said about it and be like hey I'm not alone like sure. I'm going through this and this really sucks mm-hmm. and every day is a struggle but at least hey I can read this and feel a little bit better about things so sure I like um this is for less for self-care and more obtaining a therapist. I know I keep talking about that. Mm-hmm. The best way for me is go to psychologytoday.com. Mm-hmm. And then you're able to like stratify the type of therapist you want based on gender, what they work on, insurance, mm-hmm. availability of appointments. Mm-hmm. I refer all my clients that way. Um, I found another website that's called Brown Girl Self-Care. You don't have to be only a brown girl to go there, but they do have like books, they have podcasts. Um, I like to think of creative, innovative ways to self-care. Yeah. So for me, I, listen, I, okay, I don't follow the shape room. Like, I don't follow the shape room. But I tell, I say, I just don't, for me, all the things. But sometimes when I want something fun or something funny, I might do that. I might, like, um, I, uh, what else do I do? I'll go to, like, different celebrities. Because I don't really follow celebrities on my, it's just my own personal thing. I just don't do that. Right. Um, so for me, if I want to see something funny, I might follow a celebrity and, like, laugh at that. I listen to a lot of other podcasts. I listen to podcasts. Yes. Um, I do those things. Um, and that's it. I mean, that I sign up for, like, like I'm a nerd. So I'll sign up for like webinars. I'm weird. I like things like that. I like I like <laughs> happy hours. I like yes. those type of things. Um, I like I like walking in the park. I like also talking to friends. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll um watch a Netflix show with my friend on the phone, right? And then uh-huh. it's a, it's like where we can like hang up if we want to, but we can still laugh at the same time about the same thing. Right. Um, I Facetime everyone. I love a good Facetime. Mm-hmm. So just. That's for me what I think is like my idea of like self care. I also follow Lizzo because I love Lizzo as a person. She right. talks a lot about body image and I think applies to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really cool. Yeah, I feel like for me, um, what I've started doing is filtering my feed on social media mm-hmm. so I can get less of the mindless just updates and just more things that are like motivational or. Um, 
maybe I follow bloggers who like started their own business. Sure. Something that can motivate me to make me feel more productive in the morning. I also love everyone that knows me. I love watching The Office. Love Office. I have seen that like over a hundred times. Like I, I, I know every episode by heart. So that's something else that um, I watch Netflix for. It just helps me. Because it's, it's so chaotic, that show. It's just like so, the things that happen are just like, it's ridiculous. Mindless. It's, it's mindless. Yeah, but it's like a good mindless funny, oh, yeah, but it's yeah, just yeah. like, okay. <laughs> like, this will never really happen in the office unless you, I don't know where you're working. But there are some variations <laughs> that do happen in the office. Just some variations. Like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that and yeah, also I enjoy like I said, people watching, going to the park, like I love I love walking like a really nice day. Like that just makes me feel better, like getting the air through my like hair and everything. Um yeah, and then what I mentioned earlier, the the audio like diary that I created for myself really kinda helped me process my emotions and what was really triggering me that day. So then I can kind of self-analyze, okay, this is not why you were really upset. This is actually the reason. It's not A, but it's E. Right. So, yeah. So, those those are three things that help me personally. Um, everyone has, like, their own resources, but those are, like, personal things that help me kind of self-care. I think any activity that, like, gets you maybe out of your head for a little yes. bit, or even, like, any kind of workout, if you just go to the gym, if you go to, like, a, a class, mm-hmm. if you go running if you walk your dogs whatever you know it may be um also i think maybe like um going to certain events that may be focused on self-care or maybe like encouraging that community vibe and the Mm -hmm. community feels um you know anything that i think um you know, will help propel you to like where you want to be yes. or keep you motivated, keep you around. I think the biggest thing that I learned is like, yeah, you need to work on yourself, um, self, yourself first. But if you're surrounded by the right people, yes. um, it sure. can definitely help you. Um, and if you're getting, you know, good inspiration from your friends, from family, from co-workers or whatever it can kind of keep it can kind of uplift you you really just as long as you're around people that will uplift you you'll feel like all right great you know what i'm working on myself that's another thing if you keep the wrong people around you you're not going to feel uplifted and then that's going to affect your self-care i can say that firsthand Mm -hmm. but um i would say just things that you know that uplift you activities you enjoy things where you can be like going where you can leave feeling like hey that was cool even if it was yeah, something like sure. a small or a short thing you can be like that was a good time yeah it wasn't like you know you don't want to leave somewhere feeling like oh it was okay whatever i don't feel comfortable you want to feel comfortable you want to feel mm-hmm. in charge you, you know like in charge of yourself and your energy and everything you don't want to feel like other people are dictating things for you and so that type of where you have like full autonomy over over the activity. Yes, yes. Meetup, meetup.com mm-hmm. has different events where you can meet up with people of the things that you're interested in. I think also, uh, we did a lot of talking about friends and having friends that some people just don't. Like, yeah. some people just don't. You just move to a new city, move to a mm-hmm. new town, um, or you maybe you had a situation with friends and it just didn't work out. Right. You, can al- you can also go to these events that are like, maybe you're like, people who like to run the Brooklyn Bridge or whatever. Yes. And you can join with other people that are doing, like, the same things because I think we can also say that meeting adult friends is hard. It's very hard. If you don't have friends that you met in college, yeah. high school, or even from, like, some other thing, it's very difficult. And I think uh, New Yorkers especially have this <laughs> desire to connect 
but we never get off our phones. So, like, it's very <laughs> weird. We don't like to talk to strangers, but we want to meet people so badly, right? We're, we're swiping <laughs> and tindering. We can't meet people. And it's like, yeah, but you're swiping on the train. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's that type of thing. So I think um, going to meetup.com and being like, hey, I'm going to meet up with people who might be interested in, I don't know, volunteering at something. Mm-hmm. And having this, like, group of, like, organized friends, I think, can be really cool and also be a form of self-care. So Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also okay to to go places by yourself sure. mm-hmm. as and you well. Enjoy, like enjoy. So you can either enjoy the time to yourself yeah. or meet. You could end up meeting, meeting someone, meet yeah, people that way. You know, even friends. Um, yeah. I know there's also some Facebook groups where like central around uh, centered around travel, yes. um, where people have. I know my roommate has met um, a couple of friends that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as it, and we're adults here, so you know that is one way sure. to kind of. Especially, I think that helps if you are going through something and you're feeling like, oh, I'm darn, like I kind of want to stay in the house. Yeah. I'm not really trying to socialize, but it's like, hey, maybe if you do something small, or you know, wait a week or so, and then venture out with sure. someone from this group or, yeah you know you try out an event it could help i took myself to dinner one time because that was another thing that was on my list too i said that i was going to learn to take myself out to dinner like, yes be, and i'm not going to be on my phone because the thing is that being on your phone is like this way that we protect ourselves from awkward situations yes. and i'm like no i'm not going to be on my phone so instead i ate and it was weird i was so weird about it i was just at the bar do people want some food but was it like a nice like how was the oh, place no, it was well it's a nice it's this restaurant in brooklyn that i really like it's okay like, it's called Reasonable. It's really like a nice restaurant. And I literally went and I was first sitting by myself based outside. Mm-hmm. I didn't have my phone out. I said that that was what I was going to do. Then the second thing I did was that once I was done, I ordered a drink at the bar, ended up making friends with the bartender. It's actually her birthday today. We're friends. Ended up meeting her friend who came in. You I ended that? up staying there for like four hours. We had so much fun together. She just was like, hey, what's going on? And I mean, an emotional relationship situation brought me there, right? This is where you have to force yourself to self-care. I'm like, I'm sad. I don't want to be my apartment. I want to take myself out. Right, right. And we went out and we ended up talking and she's like, yeah, I remember you, blah, blah, blah. And we ended up having this long conversation and she, well, I mean, I got free drinks too and then her <laughs> friends came. So don't take yourself out too. Like if you can do it, take yourself out and do yeah. things, you know? Yeah, I think these are all great ideas. So our listeners, I hope you're taking notes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for our guest today, thank Masala. You. This was really fun. I had a great time. No, oh, yeah. Great there was some great insight. That you no, made. really good insight. <laughs> I yeah. like that um, that thought process about how I'm literally dying right I now. <laughs> I live for drama. I'm a call you at four. I'm literally <laughs> cannot afford that you're killing me. You think you're killing me right now? And then they're like, what? I feel <laughs> you throw them off. Yeah, if you throw them off because you're not yelling, you're not combating, you're yeah. like, I just literally my emotional space can't. And I love this. how you said I'm not getting this time back because you're not. It's Never. too short. Never. Um, but but I'm but glad that I spent this time that I'm not getting back with you. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. That's We're glad sweet. to. Thank yeah, you so much. Uh, so thank you. And thank you guys for, for listening. Um, so if you want to hear more from us, please follow us on uh, the Tea Room Podcast, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Subscribe to us, please, on iTunes and on SoundCloud. And stay tuned for more things from the Tea Room. Keep, Keep sipping. Every part of me is a vision of a portrait of Mona. Mona Lisa. Every part of me is beautiful And I find